great snot rocket racers. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Cultured Guitarist. I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry, Casper. I can see you reaching for the alcohol already. It came already. straight out of your mouth, it actually. <laughs> I also said the term, uh, when, when my wife uh, presented me with supper last night, I said it smells like meat candy. Yes, uh, mustard meat uh, mustard, candy. Meat, yeah, meat mustard candy. Uh, mustardy meat candy or something like that. I don't know. Either way, it earned me a very, like, don't ever say that again mm. look on her face. That was a delicious-looking, yeah. like, ham and grilled cheese, though. It was though. a good, yeah, it was like a panini thing. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. so good. Anyway, my name is All My Single Ladies Al. <laughs> With me, as ever, is Put a Ring on It, Casper. And our special guest of the day, Daddy Lessons Chris Rossi <laughs> from Dusky Amps. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Did you get the theme? I get the theme. <laughs> we've we've left rhyming and alliteration behind. Uh, you know, I, I'm a, I, I move. I have phases. Like I said, I'm an artist. Yeah. Awesome. How's it going, yeah. Chris? Beyonce, Beyonce theme today. Yeah. Good. 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 Um. Yeah. One out of so, ten. Like, so, 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 do you want some? Let, let's do you get want some rating. daddy lessons. <laughs> well, that's the name of a song off the mm. off her Lemonade record. It was. <laughs> It wasn't really. A, oh, you know, I don't. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. It's actually a great song. It's, 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 it's probably the most guitar-based song on the record. Oh, okay. So there you go. Well, I, I have to admit, I, you know, I haven't listened to a lot of Beyonce. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have my, a lot of respect for. My know, wife is a huge I haven't fan, spent much time so with. So I, yeah, I got exposed to Lemonade mm-hmm. uh, quite sure. heavily. Right. Um, Blame yeah. your wife. No, I'm not blaming my wife. I'm crediting my wife. This, it's, Lemonade's a great album. It's, it's, you know, there's not a lot of pop stars that would do like a solid concept album that has a story beginning to end through it and like does a whole theme kind of a thing. That's kind of a rock popular type thing, yeah. the concept album. And it's something that's really kind of fading out of style. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of artists are doing it at all. So for like a top 40 pop darling, well, queen. Mm. Uh, like Beyonce is to do something like that. I, I think that's kind of cool. And uh, she did a whole like maybe I'll have accompanying to video for the entire record. Um, it was quite a quite a thing. Raw and honest about her yeah. relationship troubles well, with her husband. And yeah, anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, you're convincing me. I, I I'm probably missing out. <laughs> I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not I saying you're go gonna back like and, it or not. Yeah. I don't know. Your, your, your <laughs> mileage may vary there. <laughs> but well, I, I like to say stay well. It's the cultured guitarist podcast. I do like to say culturally literate. Yeah, yeah. And that's... there's a certain point where probably familiarity with that is is required for a certain level of cultural <laughs> I, literacy. I, I, right? I do feel like part of the our <laughs> title gets lost in translation, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think when <laughs> Lemonade came out in 2016, so it's not even a recent record anymore. We actually put out an episode called Beefcakes in the Basement. Yeah, it's so. True. Yeah, that kind of caps like, off our <laughs> cultural level here. We're we're pretty uh pretty bottom of the pile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. You know, so you meant meant cultured more in like like the way that yeast cultures things. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. I mean, that wasn't where we were aiming, <laughs> no. but it might have been where we wound up. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> Well, the the name is kind of a tongue-in-cheek reference to, like, the idea behind the show was to explore all aspects of guitar culture. We do, I'd say 80% of the time we talk about gear and with gear makers, but mm. that's not what we're limited to. Well, like, no. 
It's because right. there's it's kind of everything encompassing. You know, a guitar player. Oh, okay, I'm really getting off on a thing here. Mm-hmm. But a guitar player is never just a guy who plays guitar, and that's just like a teeny part of his life. It's always a either they stop playing guitar if that's the case, or being a guitar player becomes a big part of who they are. Yeah, it's one of those attributes they self-identify with. They collect them, they work on them, you know, they play them a lot. That's part of their living. Who knows? Like, it's a big thing. Or they love yeah. guitar movies that, you know, it's, you know, we we have those. It's a culture. It's mm. So that's, sure. that's what we're yeah. trying to be about. Okay. And then calling it the cultured guitarist is just kind of a funny mislead because, as you pointed out, we're more like a yeast culture than a <laughs> distinguished <laughs> gentleman's. <laughs> program <laughs> right i'm gonna come up with a new logo yeah that includes, <laughs> okay. that includes the word program just a just a petri dish with yeah. like dribblings on the side of it yes. I, i'll get a hold of uh, a woolly he'll help me out oh boy oh woolly's drawings yeah. are the best yep yeah if if, if you're yeah, not well. if you're not aware of champion lucky oh lovely listeners uh you need to go check out woolly's art because holy yep. crap he's hilarious Actually, that's timely that you brought it up because I just plugged in for the first time today. He and me did a uh, industry trade. Nice. So, yeah. see, he 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 had these pink fettle boosts, um, oh, and I never played one of those. And and uh, I was like, hey man, you know, if you want to trade a, I'll trade you one of my boosts for for your boost if you want. And so we did. I traded him a mandrilla, and I got the fettle boost. And I was just playing it this afternoon for the first time. And it's, oh, uh, that's awesome, man. It's a, pr- it's a pretty awesome. cool little box. Boosts are the best. They might be my favorite thing. I I kind of flip-flop between boost delays and reverbs for my favorite pedals. I just can't believe how yeah. many different nuances there are to each one. Yeah. Like you, right? you, you and I each own a boost from the same maker, just tiny little bit different. Like from Ground Control Audio, mm-hmm. you've got the Amaterasu, I've got the, the Tsukiyami. They are quite literally the same idea just nuanced differently and we have the same boost boost that's right you know the the cultured guitarist pedal from normac right i need to start building a pedal that's somehow really desirable just so i can start doing these trades with other people (laughs) (laughs) anybody that's listening al is not doing any of that he's buying amazon kits putting them together (laughs) hey hey now this is most I think half the pedal buyers are really just buying it for the artwork anyway, so that's the, yeah. that's what I got to focus on. Right, right. It could be a crap pedal, but the artwork just looks amazing. Well, I mean, that's definitely a compelling part of Wooly's whole thing, and like, you know, like the swag that came with the pedal was there's a guitar pick with like the underpants logo, and yeah, um, <laughs> I I gave that to my daughter who's ten, and she's you know she just loved that. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, after asking, like, what is this? I'm like, oh, that's... <laughs> Kevin Schoen from Schoen's with Effects was kind enough to, uh, in a couple of packages he sent our way, um, he sent some of Wooly's swag with it. I've never played a single oh. one of Wooly's pedals, but I have an underpants keychain. Okay. And a champion, couple of champion lucky stickers and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, I mean, that his style is so unique. Like, mm-hmm. I... Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I love that. You'd recognize a woolly drawing from a thousand feet away. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, right. Uh, there's a sausage that's half robot <laughs> and stabbing itself in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, oh, hey, you know, 
before I totally leave the Beyonce thing completely way behind. Uh huh. Her guitar player, Celise. Mwah. Oh yeah. That lady can play, man. She is. Yes, yeah, I think she was in She Shreds. I I forget. I think I read an yeah. interview. Oh, oh, I would think so. She Shreds. Insane, man. Yeah. She is. Uh, what's her name? Mama. Uh, oh my uh, sister. Oh no, no, sorry, not Mama. She's, she's like Sister Rosetta Tharp, like mm. reincarnate, but even crazier of a player. She's a yeah. she's a phenom, man. Yeah. Uh, just this cool, All right, cool lady. Anyway, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm gonna you're selling me. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Well, let's uh, let's kick it. Let's get uh, okay. Let's kick it off. Let's really get into it before I get a message from Dan presence here from more guitars. <laughs> that you somehow screwed know it up again. screwing it up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Casper, 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 put a ring on it, Casper. What mm. have you been up to this week? Um, well, more of the same, more of the same work, more of the same everything else. Um, I, my music time is so limited now. Um, I actually have to like no, I'm not going to do. This stuff I know I need to be doing so I can spend some time in the studio. Um, just I have to for my sanity. Mm. So that's uh, that's kind of what I've been up to yesterday for most of the day. I had the day off of work. I had two days off in a row, actually. You know, marking on the so calendar. Late. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So um, that's what I did most of the morning yesterday was basically plugged in all my guitars and... Went through the paces on my board, and I brought down uh, another amplifier, uh, like a like a PA amp or whatever, and hooked up my vocal processor and farted around with that for a while. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah. just took some me time. That's uh, been kind of the highlight. Excellent. Yeah. That's awesome. This week coming up, though, mm. I'm going to spend a little bit of time, probably like 20 minutes before you leave. I think playing that bad boy over there yeah well i mean we're hanging out with some friends tonight so i think that thing might you know stay with you for a few days that's amazing want to enjoy it for a bit. i will we are ooing and eyeing over al's jazz master yeah we brought it into the studio today mr mr nice. rozzi i didn't do that right no nope. rozzi no uh, rozzi. <laughs> yeah you said it i with cannot Z's, I, yeah. can, I can't do italian man <laughs> I, no. It's fine. Ro- Rossi's works. It's um, <laughs> you know, really hard. we're 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 all anglophones here. You know, <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to say Rossi. You know, and honestly, uh, as you pointed out with your colorful yeast analogy, uh, <laughs> I'm barely a I'm I'm barely a Homo sapien. Yeah, more of an <laughs> an amoeba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the forehead is heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've you know, I look at around at. You know the world and, and people who inhabit the world. I've decided that Homo sapiens is like the the name Homo sapiens is uh, more aspirational than anything else. Anyway, you know, mm. know what I'm saying? Dang, dude, that's what you've been up to this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's deep stuff, man. <laughs> I was uh, I was eating uh, paste before I came no. here. <laughs> uh, well. Somehow I believe that. I don't know why I wasn't eating paste. It was a dilly bar. Yeah. So, <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Yeah, what's it, Chris? What in a guitar-related well, sense? I, uh, less. I've I've mostly been um, pumping, trying to uh, get ready for pedal release. That is tomorrow in 
the now time that we're speaking in, but we'll be in the past when. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. I don't know if we're pretending that it's the future. No, no, or... no we're pretty honest. Yeah, we'll okay. yeah, we're, we're recording this a right. week in advance. Folks so... will be hearing this on the 6th of right. October. And it's the. Okay. We're, we're recording quite early this time. It's the 28th of September right now. Yep. And on the 29th of September, uh, I have a new pedal, the Augustus, coming out. It's an octave fuzz. I've been working hard getting ready for that. Um, and I'm looking forward to next weekend actually having a real weekend yeah i'm actually gonna i'm actually not gonna work over the weekend i think this is my current plan that's a good i hear that said often from (laughs) small business owners and it's very often a promise they break to themselves (laughs) yeah yeah I mean, as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, maybe no, there's just that one thing I got. You know, yeah, but I had this. Yeah, you know, yeah. You you can do it, Chris. I believe in you, buddy. Yeah. There's a there's a, a surefire technique I have developed, and this is this is this your Uncle Al moment. This is this is Origami Army Al Peterson copyrighted. The thing to do to avoid doing work is to just not do it. Wow. You look at the thing you're supposed to do and go, that's stressful. (laughs) And then you just do anything else. (laughs) You are a master. I I know. know. There you go. I wish I I had your... I descended from the mountain to gift that to all of you beautiful people. I have this other thing I do where I look at things that I need to do that are really dire, and I panic and take a nap. <laughs> wow. This so... This makes a lot of sense. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I'm making myself sound real good this yeah. episode. Eh? Everybody's well, like, no wonder the idiot's unemployed. <laughs> if, if you let the deadline pass, then you don't have to do it anymore, right? Yeah. 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 Consequence free way of extending <laughs> Nothing goes wrong. <laughs> Your life sounds Too perfect, late. Al. <laughs> yep, Rooney. Yep. No. What a ray of sunshine. <laughs> and money. Lots and lots of money. So much, <laughs> so money. much money. That's why I want to trade pedals that I build myself <laughs> to other people because yeah, I have. You don't, well, you don't want to give anyone all of your money. No, that's just, too. I, I how would, would just. You wouldn't have any money left. I don't have that many dump trucks <laughs> to drive the money to their house <laughs> right. and load it on their front lawn. That's the problem <clears throat> with being a musician is just I constantly have this paddle. What am I going to do with all this money? <laughs> My 15 Scrooge McDuckian vaults just filled with money. Scrooge McDuckian. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> I like the plan of not working. Chris. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan to take a It's break. really great for the first day or two. Yep. 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 Well, that that's that's all I have planned. Is like a Saturday <laughs> and a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you've got a you've got a good company. Mm-hmm. I think you can you deserve to take a day or two. All right. Well, thank you. And it'll probably survive a day or two. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Excellent. 
<sighs> Where, oh, man. I, did it again. I, wanna, I actually do want to point something out that you've yeah. forgotten. Oh, what have I forgotten now? Uh, a few times now. Uh-oh. It's coming to the end of September. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're going to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll cover that and okay. So what I've been up to lately mm-hmm. is I've been playing this Jazz Master a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I've been uh, bypassing the pedal board. Just going straight to amp. Just going straight into an amp and just playing some guitar. Mm-hmm. And just trying to, like, really get connected to that again. Because I've... I don't think I've played guitar without a pedal board or at least some reverb and tremolo on the amplifier in a very, very, very long time. And so, so yeah, I, I even put the, uh, pulled the amp and guitar out onto the, the deck at my house and just kind of played guitar to the empty valley and the barking dogs and the <laughs> crows overhead. And it that was, can be very satisfying. It mm. was very satisfying. It was also a little revealing of like where all this time off of work and not, playing gigs and touring and stuff has uh, left me as a guitar player because I kind of didn't play for a while. And, uh, right. Yeah, Technicus maybe slipped a little bit. but Well, it, it comes back quick, right? I hope so. <laughs> I <don't know> if... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it came back a little bit. But you yes. know what it did? It did feel like, because I did put the guitar down quite a bit in the last few months. I've I've been playing very, very minimally. Um, but it did kind of have this effect of like every time I have played, it feels like really, really magical and, and just really enjoyable again. Right. Um, whereas I, I think I'd gotten a bit stale with it before. So, and, uh, to, to, to get to your alluded to, uh, thing, Casper, mm. I was not able to start the flappy side competition for a couple of reasons. A, I forgot. <laughs> that's a big one we forgot (laughs) yeah but also uh i did actually uh, have a conversation with ryan clark from dr scientist about the prize the main prize which is a going to be a a atmosphere blue boost bot uh buffer slash boost unit and uh it still has no guts (laughs) it's not built yet so (laughs) if we had held the competition and had ended it and uh announced a winner uh, I, we still wouldn't have a pedal to give them, so we got to wait till that's that's built. And those poor dudes are so busy over oh, there, just imagine. trying to keep up with uh, current demand. So well, and building my second boost bot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna win the competition, huh? Is that what you're saying? Hmm? Yeah. You're, okay. okay. <laughs> Doofus. Uh, hey, I got a system. I know that. I know. Yes, your magical system. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I've been up to this week, guitar wise. It's not a whole lot. I yeah, just been playing some raw guitar, enjoying the Jazz Master, which I'm going to leave with you for a little bit. That's amazing. Thank you. So you can check out the Descendant Trim. Yeah, uh, I already just the ten seconds I held it in my hand, I, I already like it. So yeah, it's really really nice, eh? Yep. And you you played the old one a little bit. So yeah. It didn't ever had a trim arm though. No, that's right. I didn't get the trim arm with it for some silly reason. But yeah. So tell me about this jazz master. Like what? Because a jazz master isn't just a jazz master. <laughs> well, okay. So as uh, alluded to prior, um, I've been off work for a long time. Uh, as soon as COVID hit, my tour schedule was wiped clean and is still that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that was my only income before. So. 
This is not an expensive Jazzmaster. It's a Squire CV series. Um, oh, okay. I like it. Olympic white. There was Olympic white and Daphne blue, and I went with Olympic white. Which surprises me. I was really tempted by the blue, but it wasn't. Or it's not. I don't even know if it was Daphne blue. It was kind of not the the quite the blue I actually really like. Mm, um, okay. I like the Olympic a little bit better. Um. So yeah, it's just, it's it's just a Squire one. Uh, but I Squire is so consistent. They're they're manufacturing. Better than they have any right to be at the price point. That's where exactly what, what we said. said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like for the money you pay for these, it's just like, uh, wow. Like it's, they're phenomenal guitars. I think the real downside, right. the only downside, as far as I'm concerned, um, they did not, there's no neck angle. There's no break angle for the neck. It's, it's just, it's, it's totally oh. level. So, uh, that's, that's easy. Um, Oh well, I mean, a you can make a shim, but if if you don't even want to make a shim, you can go like Stuart McDonald sells. Yeah, I got a. There uh, you go. All right. I got a neck shim from Stu Mac. It was yeah a little silly priced for what it is, but mm, yep. Um, yeah. You know, fair enough. I was lazying out. And, but and man, is it convenient though, right? It sure is. Uh, so I got that. Um, so I'll be able to change the neck angle. I have to install it yet, but. Uh, the other thing I did was, and I knew I was going to do this pretty much no matter what jazz I went with, um, I changed the tremolo out uh, to a descendant from uh, Swope Guitars. Okay. Um, I've never played one of those. They, they look cool, though. It is. I've seen them. Yeah, yeah it feels really good. Online. I, yeah. I quite love it. Um, it. It immediately, even without doing the neck shim, it immediately completely changed the break angle of the strings over the bridge. Um, right. and it's a lot harder, like you, you know, if you really yank on a string, you can pull it off the saddle, but, uh, it doesn't do that while playing anymore, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, and the strings, <laughs> that's <what's good>. yeah, <laughs> and the strings don't rub up against the screws when you're using the trim, um, mm-hmm. which surely would have broken a few if I, which I didn't have a trim on with the old one anyway, so it didn't matter. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's such a well-machined, uh, well-machined thing so that's on there and i'm enjoying that the neck will be shimmed which will allow me to raise the bridge and uh get a get an even better angle going over the the saddles and stuff but as it is it's a phenomenal guitar and then i have some pickups coming from dan presencer at more guitars in copenhagen uh for this thing so it's, and the aluminum pickguard. Uh, yeah and i have a i have a aluminum pickguard that matches my my swope trim low so oh nice it'll uh, it'll be quite a bit different with very few changes mm-hmm. yeah so 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 you have an aluminum the aluminum pit guard is it aluminum colored yeah or is it it's okay. aluminum, yeah i, it's I really okay. like the uh the anodized gold uh, aluminum guards mm-hmm. um finding one that isn't really expensive was a bit of a challenge and then any oh. one i found that i liked like i could find them that were not too horribly priced, but they the the color of the gold was always way more yellow uh, than I wanted. I, I really like the lighter gold color. Oh, okay. Um, and these ones are always like just way too much. Um, and then the expensive ones, they were not much nicer color, but they were also aged. Mm. Uh, like so, they kind of had that like mm-hmm. it's been played on for 30, 40 years look to it, and I was kind of. 
I'd like to do that myself. <laughs> so right. I, I right. didn't. And then I just happened to stumble across this uh, brushed aluminum, just silver one. And it was 20 whole dollars. Okay. And, yeah. The, uh, I, I want to get one of those too. Cause I have a, uh, I have a J Mascus jazz master, oh, the Squire one. Yeah. I, that was, but I, I was going but I, to buy that one and I bought this one instead. Yeah. Well, I put an aluminum neck on it, oh. uh, which is great. Uh, it's, it's, uh, Baston, Matt Baston makes these aluminum. Well, he doesn't really make them anymore, but he did make some, uh, but like the, uh, so the fretboard is polished aluminum, but then it still has this gold anno pit garden. I think like the combination of like the aluminum plus the gold anno looks kind of dumb, but I haven't gotten around to changing <laughs> it yet, but I'll, I'll, you'll, you'll have to tell me where you bought this thing from. Oh yeah. I think 20 bucks That's, is worth it. If you, oh man. Okay. If you want my gold one, you're, you're welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually love to. Yeah. Um, I would love to see what the gold looks like on this thing. Um, cause I think gold and off off white, the Olympic white would look pretty cool, but, um, mm -hmm. I got, honestly, it's off eBay and it, it came from okay. China. It was, I okay. I'll even look up the exact, uh, manufacturer and I'll send you, I'll send them to you in a, in a message here. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, that's where I got it from and, and it, uh, didn't even take too long to show up. It showed up in a couple of weeks, which was a shock to me. I thought I was going to be waiting months cause China and COVID-19 oh, and stuff, but I bought a tapestry for the studio. You bought a tapestry? Yeah. Like from a Scottish castle? Or no, no, it's 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 coming from China as well. It's what triggered the thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> it's to go right over here. Oh. Yeah, behind the, behind me. Big, yeah. Big old, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nine, wow. 96 inches or something. That's big. Oh, my gosh, sir. Mm -hmm. We're going to be. I sent you a picture of it. Did you send me a picture of it? Yeah. Man, I got a brain problem because it's a little black pug. You actually bought that? <laughs> oh my no. gosh! <laughs> no, I bought a different one. <laughs> okay, that would have been funny though, because <laughs> like I love, I'm pretty obsessed with pugs. Well, that's one of those things where it's like I wouldn't want to be caught owning that because that's a level of creepy that it's I like, don't want. It's yeah. huge. No, I think when you have like a, but I did get like a rain, a spaceman in the rain thing. That's okay, kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, when you have like a point, nine was... foot pug mural that you're hanging in your house, somebody's going to give about, it to yeah. you for Christmas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Hey, okay, I gotta have okay, just please everyone out there. Send out pug tapestries. No, no, I have enough pug stuff. Okay. I've also my love of tin mugs has gotten out there into the world. And uh, I it went from like me having none to like now I have almost twenty of them. And I love them, but I got enough. I need to I'm mm. good. <laughs> no more tin mugs, no more pug trinkets. Okay. I yeah, love when, you all. When I was in college which is a while ago like um you know back in the 90s i word got to my family that i liked uh salvador dali like I, I said something positive about salvador dali so that that year for christmas everything i got was salvador dali i got <laughs> like t-shirts and calendars and posters it's like oh my god I'm like okay <laughs> i I had that experience. I, I do. <laughs> the same experience, but with socks. Oh, okay. You said you liked socks, and then people bought you socks. Well, I, I told my, I told some. I don't even remember who in my family it was, or maybe I said it over a Sunday dinner or something. But I let it slip that when I have a bad day, I used to go to like to Walmart or wherever, and I would buy a package of socks, and then for the every day for the next week. 
every time I got up, I was putting on brand new socks right out of the package, just like slipping them on. They just, I don't know, I like that feeling of brand new, never worn socks. And I let that be known. And then for Christmas, I got over 200 pairs <laughs> of socks. Because uh, everybody good. in my family bought a, a pack, like, and it was like not the expensive packs, it was just like a pack of like 20 socks. Yep. So, like, it was just like, oh, for the love of Because then it was like, when I had a bad day, it was like, I can't, my little ritual was gone. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't go to Walmart and get this, you know, thing. Yeah, yeah. It ruined it because every every day for almost a year, I was putting on brand new socks every single time, regardless. So, it just mm-hmm. kind of like, all right, I need a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So how much Salvador Dali stuff do you still have? Did you like uh, none at the, none at this point? I don't think. So, yeah, I can't think of a single Salvador Dali thing that I have in the house anymore. But you know, I I still like them all right. But you know, I don't need you know. <laughs> you don't need eight thousand things of it. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Okay, so I think I've sidetracked. It's this. like there are other artists in the world too. Like I, you know, oh. I like art in general. You know, like yeah. I don't. I think it's like it's funny when that happens. You, you just say you like something, and people, and that just really clicks in somebody's mind or people's mind for some reason. Right, and, right. You know, I've I've had friends that have the same experience. A, a friend who said he really liked the Far Side comics, and uh, I think that was everything he got oh, wow. for like. Everything you got for Christmas that year was just far side stuff. Like yep. nineteen of those far side comics a day calendars. Just like, I like gold and silver. You like gold and silver. I like money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also I, here's my PayPal address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I've 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 sidetracked us horribly here. Let's dive into it. I, I just like to do is, you know, go get some like nice fresh crisp twenty dollar bills out of the ATM <laughs> and wipe wipe them on my face. It just makes me feel a lot better. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 I stand with you on that, sir. That does feel good. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do with my Scrooge McDuck vaults. Is just, <laughs> just swan dive and make little money angels naked. Oh. <laughs> The feeling of hundred dollar bills in my tiddly bits is just the best thing ever. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> there's an image. There's a... <laughs> Burn it in your frontal lobe, Casper. Like it. All right, let's. Okay, well, see, so... the, yes, that's the difference between the musician and the pedal builders. You you have a hundred dollar bills. I only have twenty dollar bills. But <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm I may I'm... be exaggerating about. <laughs> Excessive wealth involved in touring uh, uh, as a musician these days. A, a, a little bit, yeah. Just a, mm. just a tiny just a bit. Touch. I think the difference between Celise, who tours with Beyonce, and myself mm. is marginal at best. Mm. I'm sure yeah. our incomes are neck and neck. Really, really close. Really, yeah. yeah. Maybe just a scotch more than I do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna. That's. I'm steering the starship back on course. <laughs> Uh, Chris, give yeah. us the origin story, man. How did you, how did you come to be Dustin oh. the Amps? Like, how did this happen? Uh, well, um, so I've been a 
first of all, I work as a software developer. I, I've I've worked as a software developer for um, a little over twenty years, like basically ever since I got out of college. But I was also a musician this whole time, and there there was a period of time where um, I thought what I was going to be when I grew up was going to be a recording engineer. So I, I like bought all this recording equipment and had all this stuff in my house and spent a lot of time on it. Um, spent a lot of time doing deep listening, um, you know, really learning how to use my ears and, you know, listening to this, that, and the other, learning to mix, all, all that good stuff. Um, and, um, but it turns out that, um, like, being a recording engineer is like there's definitely a technical aspect to it, and I was good at the technical side, but there was also I wasn't good at the self promotion side of things. Um, so I, like I wasn't good at going out and hustling work, and I wasn't actually that good at like the social labor of being in the studio with the band, like that whole like you know how was that take like. I don't know, because I don't really know what you're capable of. Could you do it better? I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> is, I can see. Is there a tactful way there. to? Is there a tactful way to say that? Yeah. No, probably not. I. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. But anyway. Um. But at at a certain point, I guess in. 2013, I'd been a freelance, I've been working as a freelance software developer for about five years. And the things, the thing about being freelance is you'll have um, fat periods and lean periods, you know, depending on, on sort of what kind of work you can drum up. And I'd been working for, I'd had a really fat period where I'd been working for one client for a few years that accounted for the majority of my work. And it was good work and and um it was great and then that project finally ended um and so i had time off and you know while i was trying to look for more work and you know when you're when you have downtime and like well i need to work on something and uh so the idea was you know let's invest in something let's invest in something for me is, you know, rather than working, doing, doing what somebody else wants, let me do what I want to do. And maybe that, that can be an asset that I can use down the road. And, you know, it started out as like software ideas, things that I wanted to do, but, um, what I found myself doing was sneaking out to the garage and just building amplifiers. Um, <laughs> a little different than programming, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I think it was exactly because it was a different problem set, like a you know, just a different problem domain. And um, was I, I was getting into like analog circuit design, and like, I mean, I built like exactly one amplifier that was like a copy of another amplifier, and then I started doing my own circuits. Um, and it. it just because that's kind of, that was like the interesting part to me. Um, and, um, but there's a certain point where like, well, you know, what, what, what do all the career counselors say? Like there's that, um, 
thing they do where they go, if you had a million bucks, what would you do? Um, and then whatever that is, they're like, okay, that's what you should be doing. And, um, you know, I didn't have a million bucks, but I did have free time and I could observe how I was spending it. I'm like, I'm building guitar amplifiers and pedals. So no guidance counselor me... ever asked me that. And had they, they would have been very disappointed with my answers. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't think in real, I don't think I ever got asked that in real life, but that's like the cliche. Oh man, I'm sure they would have Uh, just shaken their heads at me and be like, no, don't (laughs) learn, learn to sweep kid. Just learn to sweep the broom. (laughs) Just, oh my God, Marty, get in here. Let's listen to what this idiot said. (laughs) It'd just be one of those scenarios. Anyway, (laughs) sidetrack horribly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's basically it. Um, I think if I hadn't had that, um, sort of good 10 or 15 years where I was focused on recording, um, I wouldn't have developed the ears that I did that have helped me now with the, the design of the, of the gear. Um, but I mean, that basically is it. I had some free time needed something to do and it turned out it was this. Okay. Well, so, um, <laughs> how long have you been like, cause I, 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 you have to forgive me, but until two years ago, I don't think I knew your, your company. Yep. Um, that sounds about right. How, how long um, have you been dusky? How long has this been a thing? So that, that was in 2013. I act, I actually started first started selling my amplifier and some pedals in 2014. Um, now that was what I call a very soft launch because um, sort of hearkening back to one of the issues with um, why I didn't become a recording engineer like. I wasn't good at that self-promotion aspect of things. And so when I first started Dusky, basically I made a website and I put stuff up there and then um, wondered, you know, (laughs) wondered why nobody bought my stuff. Um, Wait, you don't you and, have to do other stuff? <laughs> right. And so since then, there's been this long journey of like trying to figure out how it is that you actually tell the world that you have stuff to sell, that you, that, that, you know, that, that you do what you do and they can be a part of it if they want. Um, and I've only really gotten super serious with that um, in the last couple of years um, where I've started to be like, okay, I'm starting to figure out, here's what you do. You like make a press release, you, you know, go on a podcast, <laughs> you, 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 yeah. you, you go on a podcast, <laughs> you, you post on Instagram, um, hey, you got this thing, you nailed. know, <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed best-selling pedal ever <laughs> i promise it's the best podcast right. the best promotional tool all the best people come on here with all the best words 
It's totally true. Right? That's totally why true. we're so rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been on, I mean, we've been talking for 20 minutes. I probably need to go check my bank account. It's probably see. best you don't. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just, you'll just faint from the <laughs> overwhelming <laughs> amount. Yeah. <laughs> the influx of yeah. money right you're, now you're is, gonna, you should just wait. Listen, you're going to want to, my advice is go drink a martini or two first. Mm-hmm. That really just gets you in a settled, calm state. It brings your, brings your blood pressure yeah. down. Yep. Then check your right. bank account. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. in fact and your bank account's probably frozen because they're like, "Why is there all this money?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's a there's a federal investigation now. It's, like, it's a, you know guys, it's it's we call yeah. it the it's actually international. It, yeah. We're in Canada, so yeah, we call it getting a, cultured guitared right in the keister. <laughs> What? That's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so when you built the website, what was yeah. the first thing on it? Was it the amp? The D2O? It was the amp. It was the D2O, and I had two pedals, um, mainly because there was, in the process of developing the amp, there was some downtime where I was waiting for metal shops to, to do things for me. And in the and in the meantime, I designed a couple of pedals because and it, that was fun because they're so much faster and easier to like come out <laughs> with. Like, <laughs> so what were the it's first? Amazing. What were the first like, two pedals? Uh, I had the first one was a toasted drive, um, which is like it's like an amp in a box style overdrive. Um, so it's really a pair of MOSFET gain stages that are cascaded into each other. Um, so I was really not interested in like sort of the standard clipping diode kind of overdrive sort of pedal. I wanted something a little more. By the way, I really like the art on all of your pedals, but the the toasted drive I'm really enjoying because it kind of reminds me of like if the Mario Brothers fire flower were drawn by somebody living in like Mumbai. Well, that, that's what it was. I, I just, uh, <laughs> that's what I did. Fiverr or whatever. You know, no. No. Fiverr? That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. No, Somebody no, that, that was actually a, doing that. Yep. <laughs> no, that was actually my friend, uh, um, um, Chris Williams, who lives here. He has a company called Plastic Flame Press, and he does comic books and artwork and poster art, and he's great. Um like that that flower thing is cool, but his piece de resistance was his illustration that he did for the mandala, which I don't know if you've I yeah. seen no, this. Listen, man, um, you know, like a rocket propelled walnut. <laughs> pretty sure that's an almond. Or almond, sorry. It's an almond, is yeah. It's gonna get yeah. some attention. Yeah, we're Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny that that was all his idea too. Cause I just told him like well, he had already done the More Me Boost, which has that, like, rocket boy on it, um, <laughs> sort of the, the boy with the rocket pack. And um, I was telling him, it's like, well, you, you all were saying you like boosts. I make two boosts. How about that? But um, I, the... Yeah, oh, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I tell him, it's like, this is another boost, but it's different. Um, 
I I've been thinking of calling it the almond boost though. And 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 the reason is because like the toasted drive was actually supposed to be the toasted almond drive, but that was too long, so I dropped the almond. But the reason I wanted to call it that was because um like the sound that these MOSFETs made to me sounded the way that toasted almonds smell, which is. <laughs> I love it. Oh. That is amazing. <laughs> that is genius. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> what does this pedal sound like? The smell oh, of toasted almonds. almonds. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. So, yeah. So n- n- now you know what it sounds like, right? Oh, my gosh. I, I love it even oh, more. Were I unwed, I would pursue you in a gentlemanly fashion. Oh, my God. Just for that. Right. You're amazing. Right. <laughs> but, but anyway, so I, I tell Chris, it's like, this is what I'm thinking. I don't really have any ideas. Let me know what you think. Like, use, you know. Uh, do that artist thing. Surprise me. Yeah, yeah, do the, exactly. And he comes back to me and he writes me back. He says, what if. What if we had an almond with a jetpack shooting more almonds out the back? <laughs> I'm like, um, and my first reaction is kind of like, um, really? And then I'm like, um, I, I don't know. Can I, can I see that? And so he draws it, and it's what he draws is exactly what's on the on the pedal. Like he sent it to me, and I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It. yes. Nailed it. Also, Nailed I have it. To We're book done. A tattoo appointment oh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh my gosh. This is if somebody hasn't gotten this tattooed, I tell you what listeners, if you pay for it, I will get it tattooed. <laughs> because this is brilliant. I love it. So it's no longer called the almond drive, though, or the almond boost. Well, it's almost like a uh, well. A so I was worried. <laughs> so no, so I was worried. I was like, if it's the almond boost, like when you're just saying it casually in conversation, people might hear almond. almond. Yeah. Which okay. I do, you know. And I don't want people thinking that I am somehow misappropriating the almond brothers for mm. my own nefarious uses because that would be very disrespectful um as we're to the almond it, brothers it isn't out yet right. but our 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 dear friend uh <laughs> alec <laughs> at mask audio electronics uh he had a pretty good story of uh a d- of, detroit of, based a detroit based like, fuzz sound yeah uh, as he <laughs> yep, put it i'm I'd know uh, the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wonderful <laughs> cease and desist letter he got. Yep. <laughs> we don't yep. need to go down that path again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, so uh, we, just, we understand where your worry was coming yep. from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, but mandrula is just the Italian word for almond. So it's, it's still and the it's almond. It's almost boost. an anagram I just, for almond right, right, right there. What? Almond. <laughs> if you say so. No, it's it's you could make the word almond with the letters, with the letters, yeah. but you have to oh. rearrange them, and, and that's you, because and then you've got right. that's because well, all I guess you need to have to add an R. All of these languages are based on Latin, and <laughs> most things yeah. are derivative of the same thing. Just shut up and let me have this, Casper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Right. Okay. 
this is like the closest I get to deep, clever thoughts here, and you're just tearing into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. So Okay, so the, we got really sidetracked, uh, which is a clearly no uh-huh. fault of mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, we, 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 we led you astray. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so the toasted dry, what was the other, like, Oh, it was the uh, the Octomatron, which was my first Octafuzz. Okay. Um, <laughs> was that also Chris's and, work on there? Uh, no, that was actually uh, a young woman who was the daughter of a friend of a friend. <laughs> um, so you're you really who, close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're super tight. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> she was in design school, like industrial design school at the time. Uh, I have no idea what she's doing now. Like, but suck it, Chris. I'm <laughs> getting the daughter of a friend of a friend. Yeah. Sounds like a scene. my actual friend. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, the whole, sounds like a scene from Spaceballs. I mean, the whole balls. concept was to get different people. But anyway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I do yeah. like the robot that was octopus the thing. quite a bit. That's a good Right. Yeah. Well, that was funny. That was another thing where like the artist kind of stepped in because like my initial concept was honestly it was like it was for an octopus like i said like i was thinking like a robot octopus but in my head it looked like something that like matt graining would draw for futurama (laughs) and um and uh and, and i gave this to her and it comes back and it's like this super menacing like you know that the you know the yeah this like it's a really like, scary it's like menacing a, a robot cy- octopus octopus like, that lives yeah. in the mad max universe with just right with influences from <laughs> war of the worlds a little bit yeah it's but like it was another it. thing where it's like when when you see like when the artist has a vision like that you you just you just have to get out of the way because mm-hmm. you're like, that's, you know, that's awesome. Like, okay, we're using that. Thank you. Know. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I gotta admit, I'm still hung up and just in love with the, it. This is the sound of toasted almonds. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, if no, we, how do we get like, you peaked the episode early. That's. that's <laughs> Well, like, we'll just end now really then. Well, like, uh, it's been no, I don't nice care talking Toasted to you guys. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate you. For, I don't care. About... <laughs> toasted almonds. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This, it sounds the way toasted almonds smell. Yeah. I just love it. Like, I mean, screw your sounds like this color. Yeah, yeah, no, spectrum. no. This is the smell. This is, this is the sound. Oh, of this, this is a taste. whole other level, level deeper. Yep. Yeah. What does a jackfruit well, yeah. sound like? I wonder. <laughs> it's a fruit that tastes like bacon that sounds like a. You know, I have no pig idea. Pig nose amplifier, maybe. <laughs> 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 okay, I gotta stop. I can't. Yeah. I can't get down the, the. No, I'm going down the rabbit hole of what foods sound like. <laughs> uh, what have you done to me, Chris? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Back to reality. Okay, so we started off with the with the toasted drive and the, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, automatron. Where do we go from there? Mm-hmm. Um, well, after that, uh, my friend Alex Mayolo, um, he said we were at a party one day, and he said, "Hey, Chris, I want a boost pedal that has." 
a single glowing knob on it. Can you make that for me? I'm like, yeah. And go, do you want a squeaky clean boost or like kind of a a colored boost? And he says, kind of colored. I'm like, perfect. That's the right answer. Um, <laughs> and because <laughs> if, if he had said, I would just want a squeaky clean boost, I would have told him to buy an uh, MXR microamp. You know, and then you know, and leave me alone. As, but. A, as a fanatic for clean boosts, uh-huh. no clean boost I've ever touched. No matter how much they claim, it's pure boost, no color. It's always color. Mm. There's, that's a lie. Everything. It, I've never heard one that doesn't color your your sound just a touch. Yeah, even at Unity. Yeah, yeah. There's always yeah. a little something there. Okay. I mean, you, I'll believe you're, that. you're just adding a, you're yeah. adding, even at Unity, you're yeah. adding a circuit, you're, you're running it through something. Mm. Yep, yep, So it's there's, true. there's resistance or, you know, like it's, yeah, it, it could be buffered or something, but you're, st- you know, it's still, you're doing a thing. <laughs> right. And I don't want to be too yeah. Eric Johnson about it, but I, I can hear the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I believe you. Um, I, you know, like I said, like I've spent a lot of time listening really hard to like nitpicky details um that's like the recording background so i've gotten to where like i can hear all kinds of really minor differences between things what i what i can't do is make a value judgment about them like 99 percent of the time i'm <laughs> is like it good or bad Just that, yeah. that, that like that sounds different <laughs> do i care i i'm not sure like i <laughs> i can see where that may not have served you well as an engineer <laughs> How's that sound? it's right. it's it exists <laughs> yeah there's a difference it's not, there. the, it's not the same as the other one <laughs> it is different than the last time you did that thing how right in right. a different way mm. but also there is sameness with a difference right. <laughs> i like it <laughs> So that boost then became that that became the more me more me uh, because I, I was like you know if I'm gonna make I don't have a boost in my lineup so if I make it for him I'll just make it a thing um, so that's what I did um, and then it was a while before I released another pedal um, I had um actually the mandrela actually came about because um, my my good friend Bob Wall went out with me, which is somebody you don't know, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> he, went, he, he went out with me to uh, this like really tiny gear expo in Winston-Salem, uh, uh, North Carolina. And it, it was, it was free, um, like free for the vendors. We just got a table and we could go and, and they're just trying to like kind of make something happen. And, um, Bob agreed to let go and help me. And it was cool. We got to hang out for the day and go there. And I don't even remember who it was, but there was somebody there that like Bob went and circulated around and he came back and he was like, that guy over there has a, a, a MOSFET treble booster, but he won't let me hear it. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> That's that's, that's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I, I, I was like, check out these products, but don't actually hear mine. Nope. Yeah, uh, and I was like, um, do you want a, a MOSFET treble boost? He's like, 
I don't know. I didn't hear it. And I'm like, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, but it's like it got the idea percolating. So I went home and I, I made Bob a MOSFET um, treble boost because I could. And, you know, I, I gave it a, a knob to adjust the, the low end so I could turn it back into a, a full range boost if I wanted. And, um, I figured I made it different from the more me and that I made it even kind of more nonlinear. Um, so gave it even more kind of harmonic distortion. And, uh, so it would be doing something, you know, a little bit more. Um, so an even more colored boost. And, uh, it was cool. Like, um, I gave one to Bob, then I had one that I was using and I probably had it for like a year. And after a while, cause it, you know, I already had a boost that I was selling and you know, I guess my thinking was, well, it's a boost. It's not how exciting is a, is a boost really. And, um, you know, it, it's such a simple little circuit. Um, but then I noticed like I used it on everything. Like, I didn't. I wouldn't track bass without it. Almost any guitar part that I recorded had it on it. And to a certain point, it was like, I'm using this on everything. Like it's it's turned into like an always-on pedal. I should probably make some more. Um, so then that that became the mandrela. Um, the universe needed it. The universe yeah. needed the yeah. sound of toasted almonds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's man that is a weird thing to do to go to like a would gear you, show would you call it like a pedal show or was it a was it a gear was it like all gear kind of thing? It, it was all gear i mean it was focused on like guitar and bass mostly I, there might have been some okay, pa so kind of well, stuff we'll call, too. It a, we'll call it a guitar show but to go to go to a guitar yeah. show and <laughs> not let people hear your product that is I, a very strange you know, choice well i don't you know i wasn't present for that interaction so i didn't really see how it went down or really know what happened like it was it was an odd thing to say it's like really like he you he had it but he wouldn't let you try it <laughs> it reminds like, me of his, like uh, that scene and uh, this is dating myself a little bit but the scene in high fidelity uh -huh. The customer comes into the record shop and is like, hey, can I listen to this record? Or, or ask Jack Black. I don't remember Jack right, Black's yeah. character. And I'm like, hey, you guys have this record? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Can I listen to it? No. <laughs> what? Why not? <laughs> She's like, <"You're>, what? <laughs> just, <laughs> just the core of your business. No. <laughs> I don't yeah. like your jibs, sir. Get out. <laughs> I don't want to play you my boost. Get away from me. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, well, you know, God, God bless that person. Cause now we have the, uh, exactly. Yeah. If, yeah. If that guy hadn't, hadn't told Bob, no, <laughs> I never would have made a mandrela. So, well, so here, I, here we are. Bizarre. <laughs> Also, I mean, like, I'm a little heartbroken for Bob. He didn't come up with, like, uh, you know, the, the Bobby Boost or something like that. And, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> put, put his face on like the body of a blue footed booty or something. Oh, just... <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> you got to make him a custom version. Of yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> just get some symbols involved. Yeah, maybe I will. That's a good idea. About... He, for a while there, for a while there, he was telling me he was like, "You got to make a pedal." I'm not sure if he even specified what kind of pedal it was. Is you got to have a pedal called the White Horse? People will buy that. I'm like. I mean, okay. it's a very cold city in northern Canada. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's the capital of the Yukon. Yep. A, a, oh, a, okay. a frigid part of the world. So there's a lot of Canadians will instantly be like, oh, neat, there's a pedal named after. and yeah. Or oh, okay. I wouldn't I say a that. lot of Canadians because it's not that big a city. Yeah, well, okay, let's. but most Canadians know about the city, I would hope, unless we're... Okay, maybe a third of Canadians will. <laughs> and either that or people will think you have a massive Coke problem because. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. 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 I'm not even sure where he was going with it, but I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I probably don't need a cocaine themed yeah. pedal. I, I don't know. <laughs> Whether that's what I intend or not, that's how people will take it. Like the white it, stallion because yeah. it just still sounds like, nope. Well, now, now it's become porn. At that yeah. Point. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking the black stallion, but the no, no. I just want to take a moment, Casper, and point out that I wasn't the person who took it there. I know it. You you usually blame me for that, and mm-hmm. I get that. It's okay. It usually is me. You know what? It usually is. Uh, <laughs> so there was yes. Chris. You and I are on a level here, yeah. sir. That's what we're vibing. I'm just I'm just the monkey right. with the buttons. <laughs> we're, it's a it's well, a it's an immature level, but we're there together. I, I I'm glad I could provide you sufficient cover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and then was it last year that you released the high patient? Was it the year before? Recent. Uh, it, it was like the end of 2018. Okay. So it kind of so, got all the it kind of got all the press in 2019. Okay. Because um, it's got glowing reviews pretty mm-hmm. much everywhere I've looked. It's definitely one of those pedals that came across my radar. It was like, I really need to get my hands on one and try one. But I, yeah. I have to be have fully confessed. Have I you have yet? <laughs> well, we got to fix that. Well, yeah. um, if there's a Canadian dealer around here, I will go and. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's not. Um, I, I can't remember. There, I do have. Do y'all know uh, Reverb Flip? No. Like is the okay. Uh there's a guy, Adam, who's like Instagram hand probably handle that he uses in other places is reverb flip, but he's somewhere in Canada. I can't remember where. But there was a there was a local he was trying to talk me up to the local store where he was and you know, my it it went about the way that I expected where I think the guy was like like nodded politely and was like okay thanks and then you know never did anything about it but <laughs> well, well maybe we'll, we'll see what we can do to help i there is um there is a there's a couple of dealers i can think of that might be uh right up your alley which i can share those after the show um right <laughs> uh reverb flip that sounds like a, yeah mm-hmm. is, is that like in relation to, does he flip a lot of gear on reverb or? 
I, I assume it's a reference to that, um, although it doesn't seem to be his main thing that he does at this point. Um, but it, it was probably at the time maybe he was really into flipping stuff on reverb. I don't know. Interesting. I used to do a bit of that, not necessarily on reverb, but it was a big way of like uh, supplementing my income while I was on tour. I would I would scour uh, yeah. local markets I went through for deals, and then I would... You know, that's how I got my RV5. That's right, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I'd flip <laughs> then them. sell them all to... <laughs> well, because I'd go through a lot of communities yeah. and stuff and, you know, pick something up right. uh, for a good deal and I could take it back to where I was and not not be a sure. pirate about it, not not rake someone over the coals on the price, but sell for a fair price and make a little bit of money. That was a great way of really yeah. adding to... Uh, my Scrooge McDuck vaults are yeah. so overflowing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to be I mean, fair, that's... some of the places you toured into, yeah, uh, were remote and did not. They were not, they were not huge markets. No, so if somebody so, were yeah. selling something. It was because literally nobody there was buying. And it. that was that was why it was it was working so well because it's you know if you're living in well you know Prince yeah. Rupert for yeah. example, which is a place I go to. It's a small town. It's pretty remote. It's literally you know, like 20 miles away from Alaska, there's, yeah. you're, you're, right. you're pretty up there. It's a hard market to flip gear in, but you know, a guy like me can come through and buy your thing off your Facebook market or wherever, wherever you're selling it for. And then I come back down to where we are and we're in a much bigger yeah. area. So it works. Everybody's happy except for me. Cause I'm not touring and I can't do that anymore, but mm-hmm. that's okay. So, <laughs> so the Hypatia comes out 2018 and the, the Augustus was, uh, around then or was it a little more recently tomorrow no oh, tomorrow tomorrow oh, the tomorrow. tomorrow my brain is just not here <laughs> so, you told us that before the show yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and, and that's kind of the augustus is basically a replacement for the octomatron like the octomatron was was the first pedal i ever designed from scratch that was my own original design and that was kind of a long time ago now and i'm better at it so um <laughs> so we're retiring the automatron yeah exactly so okay. we're so retiring the, automatron. the on the augustus then right yeah so it's that's why they if, if you're like wait a second he already has an octopus pedal with an octopus <laughs> on it it's like well right because i'm going to continue to basically have one of those <laughs> so i'm noticing the, lineup, the, the but, artwork yeah. um it's uh, getting more, shall we say, highbrow <laughs> as uh, you get on yeah. your pedal lineage. You know, the, the Mandorla well, so, was kind of uh, a stepping stone into more organized artwork with the Hypatia, and the the Augustus is definitely standing with the uh, with the formula of the Hypatia, with uh, albeit very different. Right, right. So, so the first three were done with the constraint that they had to be screen printed in a single color, so they were monochrome mm. and and since then i've found places that that um have uv printers that can do any color under the sun you can even print a photograph on there if you want but any but like color was no longer a constraint and that was already true when i was doing the mandrela so we did you know something with color on it um which was a you know definitely a step up from what we had been doing um and god, uh god bless the mandela's <laughs> artwork yeah it's really fantastic 
please, please don't ever uh, change that. Yeah, no. When I right, I don't want to have to drive down. Time, to... I was like, this is great. Yeah, this is so great. <laughs> I, I don't. I can't have... even tell you why I don't. Want, I don't know the story behind it, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to show up at your workshop one day and poke you in the eye because you changed that artwork. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's staying. Don't worry. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so there's we we've had for gosh i think going on like 10 years now um the hopscotch music festival in raleigh which is the town just 20 minutes away from me like it's kind of all part right raleigh i'm in durham there's the raleigh durham area um hopscotches in raleigh and they did a thing for a while called poster scotch which was a uh they did a big exhibit and they had a bunch of poster art poster artists come and do it was just booth after booth of poster art which is really cool um and so i wandered through there and just took business cards of anybody whose art i liked um and that's how i found um this guy joe triskery who has a calls his company moonlight speed press who's um, a pretty amazing artist, and he's the artist who did the artwork for the Hypatia. And that's the first thing that he did for me. And it is he, awesome. knocked that, he knocked that out of the park. Like, it's just amazing. And I can say that because I had nothing to do with it, so it's not bragging <laughs> at all. Um, no, it is, it is gorgeous. And, and, and the more you look right. at it, the more there's a lot going on there. Like, it, it took me forever to realize that the shadow around her face is actually like hands. hands yeah that was right. like i just i don't it was just so subtle that it took me forever yeah yeah um so that was all him and then you know i like i am i do what i call art direction so like i am involved but you know like i can't draw a straight line so i'm not you know and then like the basic concept w- was all him um but like I just all I told them was that I, like I told them, you know what the pedal was called, what it did, like who the historical figure of Hypatia was that it was named after, um, and um, that I was like into like Art Nouveau and Art Deco kind of stuff, and um, he took all of that and came up with a Hypatia artwork, and it just blew me away yeah it's really awesome mm-hmm. and it right. does look like something that would have been like part of a huge mural in like rockefeller in the 40s or something man just right oh yeah such cool yeah it's right well except that it would have and yet wouldn't have like there wouldn't have like her hair wouldn't have been hands, you know. <laughs> like, but, but from a distance, and, it would have been. And yeah. her eyes would have had pupils, you know. But, um, so I, I like that it harkens to that style and yet is different yeah. too. Um, <laughs> and who did the the Augustus? Because <laughs> same the same guy. Same guy. Okay, because yeah, yep. this is this is also pretty awesome, and I <laughs> I love that this is totally different direction for the octopus and he's got the yeah the leaf crown and yep. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's, it's just charming as heck man 
Yeah, well, he has laurel. He has the laurel because it's um, Emperor Augustus. I, I figured, yes. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I called him Leaf Crown, but I couldn't remember. Because his, yeah. his name was Octavius. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an octave pedal. So you have, you have like Octavian Augustus. So, you know, that's <laughs> just a little, you know, there's some culture for you. I, yes. That's... Which is why it's so scary. For me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk about this. this is... <laughs> well, okay, we're we're getting pretty overdue or over time here. But before we okay. before um before we totally uh, miss the opportunity to, I really want to talk to you about like so the design, the the aesthetics of the amp, and I really want to get into like you know your your approach to the cabinets because. Uh, this is how I first got turned on to you, was your, was your amps and your cabs. The pedals were just like a pleasant, like, oh, man, he does mm-hmm. all these awesome pedals, too. But it was the amps and cabs right. that I first came across that were just, like, super turned me on. And I'm a yeah. huge I'm a huge lover of the sound of EL34 tubes. And okay. EL34 is in that, like, 25 to 40-watt range is just, like, magic to me. I, I think that's awesome. a sweet spot. So, right. So yeah, tell, tell um, me how you, how you, how you got here. Cause it's gorgeous. And sound yeah. Cool. So, um, I mean, circuit wise, there were just some ideas I had kicking around that I wanted to try. And like, I wasn't interested in replicating anything anybody had done before. Um, but like I, I, I had this concept of, I wanted to use, this uh, EQ circuit that's called a, a James tone stack. It's sometimes also called a back sandal tone stack, although technically the back sandal is a little bit different. Um, but it, the back sandal is active, and this is a passive um, tone circuit. But it, what it does is it allows you to have you set your allows you to set it flat, which is something that like a Marshall or a Fender can't do. Um, like there's always a little bit of a scoop um in your sort of fender marshall box tone stack um and i wanted to start with that and you can get a lot of um boost or cut in both the bass or the treble um so it's a really powerful sort of two knob tone stack but then i also wanted to have some control over the the mid-range so the idea was to sort of have that that James tone stack in one gain stage, and then after that have this um, mid-range control that really is a passive cut, and it's tuned for the low mids, um, which is which are what I call the mud frequencies. Like in, in a mix, if you're doing a, a mix with a bunch of instruments, this is in the range where a lot of stuff tends to add up and you end up having to kind of scoop out from that frequency range anyway for it mm. to not sound like a big muddy mess. Um, and um, and so kind of the effect, so it's not, it's totally different from any mid-range control on an amp that you're accustomed to. Um, and really when you, when you bring it back, it just, because it's scooping out that mud, it just gives you, makes it sound clearer, um, but without, taking away your bass or your trouble. Um, so, and, and that was an idea that I had that I wanted to try. And, and um, 
so that's kind of what went into sort of designing the basic circuit of the the D2O. I really wanted to try 6SL7 preamp tubes, um, which are octal preamp tubes, um, which I don't know if you have in mind. So like they're the same base as like 6V6s and 6L6s and the L34. So like they look like power tubes, but they're actually preamp tubes. Um, and sort of that was sort of the electronic concept. And then I just sort of you know, it, it's easy to draw a schematic and know that it will pass signal. Um, but then once you do that, you have to like listen. This is where the listening comes in, and you just play. And I just played, and I listened, and I tweaked, and I did that over and over and over again for uh, many months until it was right. You know, until and and, and basically it was the point where I was playing it. And then I wasn't aware, like, it's where I lost track of that I was actually testing something and I was just playing music. Um, and then, like, that's sort of the point, and I call it, like, bonding with it. And I, I do this with the pedals, too. Like, the pedals are done when I'm just playing them and I'm just making music mm. um, rather than, like, listening to it and going, ah, oh, I, I need to take out some trouble here. I need to, you know, I need to, like make this gain not quite so harsh here or do whatever like when it gets to the point where you just don't think about it anymore and it's you know it's getting close to done right. um casper just pointed out that i <laughs> the entire time i was talking about i love this samsung i was saying el34 uh tubes and i should have been saying 606 <laughs> Well, so you can put EL34s in there. So I assumed you said that because you knew that you could put EL34s well, in. Well, I, I, I had um, read about it previously, and the, mm -hmm. the when I was reading it, there was it was EL34s and stuff. And then uh, on your site here, it says 6L6s. And I had that in front of me, but I was, I don't know, my brain is my brain. <laughs> I don't have a lot of explanations yeah. for when I go wrong other than I have a brain brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't going to, I do ship with 6L6s, but it's not wrong to say EL34s because you can buy a pair of EL34s and throw them in there and they work just fine. Um, and in fact, people who prefer EL34s do that. Um, and Which um, I, I, I will confess, I do. I love EL34s. Right. That's my... Right. Yeah. So that's yeah, a good friend of mine who lives in Spain now, like, is the same way. Like, he... He bought one, and he immediately also bought a pair of VL34s to put in there because it's that was the, that's what he had to use, you know, um, which is um, totally cool. Um, <laughs> and you can you can do that. Uh, that that's totally a thing. Um, but yeah, then visually, I just you know I was tired of the black box. Um, yeah, I, you know, I really like, dig this this blue and orange combo man oh my gosh isn't it yeah. gorgeous yep. i love it so much and it's it's crazy because when i first when i first found you and i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm a late comer to everything that we talk about on this show <laughs> i was like hey we're gonna talk to so-and-so okay i'm gonna go find them because i just don't have the time and like i'm a parent and it's just crazy so yeah um when i locked into your site saw the amp for the first time i'm like what like i was going into this expecting <laughs> you know Dark gray, black toe X, you know, that kind of vibe. Every, you know, a lot of people do that. Um, right. You've got an, a fantastic aesthetic 
as well oh, as really you. great sounding amp. <laughs> like I I love like the colors. This is a okay. Anything that is this blue is gonna grab my attention. Just yep. I'm fanatical about this this blue, but it's also yeah. that blue with a not quite pure white. It's like a cream cream white. So I know. I, actually, beige-y, I just want beige-y kind of white. Yeah. I just want a white T-shirt with your logo on it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, no, that orange and blue is just a brilliant. But you, uh, well, I love, and this is—is is this? I, I'm guessing it's intended to sim, like you know, to kind of give that impression of water, because the you know the heavy water symbol is the name of the amp. But this this artistic thing you got going on on the left side of the amp yeah. with the with the glowing kind of background is just. It's so cool, man. It, like, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so about that, I knew that I wanted a backlit cutout there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had that idea and I was going to put something there. But like I've told you, like I I can art direct, but I can't art, you know. Um, so um, Casper can't. I had a. Either. How much face? I was. I, you just told me the smile. I had a I know, wonderful. I did, he was smiling so hard. Smiling. Like, like, I really oh, like this. This is so great. Smile is offending hey. me. I have to kill it. <laughs> or is, is that his day job or something? Like no. <laughs> I just. What, you got to go back and listen to some of the past episodes, uh, man, because. A, a I'm not strong, allowed to be happy, Chris. <laughs> a strong thrill <laughs> of mine is just saying dumb stuff uh, that just, uh, I just like to poke fun at Casper just because, I don't know, I'm an evil person, I uh, guess. Okay. And uh, at least 40% of the show is just me. <laughs> it's, just, it's okay. You know. A lot of it doesn't get out. I just cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyways, okay, so back to I'm, you. Yeah. Yeah, you were art directing, right. but not arting. Yeah, yeah. so I had a, a, a good friend from college uh, who would draw these really intricate ink drawings. And I remember I had visited her in London in, like, the late 90s, and she had showed me some of these. And, and like, I still remembered those. And so I, I went back to her and I was like, can do you have any of those ink drawings maybe we could use um because here's what i'm trying to do i want to have like a cutout and this amp that i'm building and, and maybe like could you do something for me and she was super into it um which is really cool and 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 she did some stuff and basically she sent me some drawings and um they were they were beautiful, but they were a little more intricate than like could actually be cut out of metal. Um, but what I, I I just basically blew up a detail from one. Like I found like a you know a piece of one that I liked that I thought sort of worked, and and basically I I, I took that detail and you know put it in the CAD file and um, had them cut it with a laser and. Uh, that's what you see, and I, I, I think it turned out really well. She was, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a good. That kind of stuff, like I, lo- I love collaborating. Like I, I love bringing in artists um, to help me with stuff because I think all of these objects ultimately are works of art. 
Um, I think you're, yeah, I'm with you. I think that's the best thing about kind of this like new golden age of guitar stuff we're kind of going through is everybody's taking this much more artistic approach. Like uh, the biggest things that I love about it are everybody seems to be really supporting and encouraging one another. There's always exceptions, Mm -hmm. of course, but for the most part, it's a very welcoming (laughs) and supportive community. Right. And then it's also like, there's this, there's this new factor of, of making everything more artistic, you know? And, and I think part of that is like, you can't just come out with, you know, and be boss and just have everything a different color shade and get away with it because it's, you know, it's kind of boring. Um, and boss is already boss and, you know, so right. you you're, you're trying to stand out a little bit. Yeah. That, yeah. that monochrome kind of like it's done. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> they got the monopoly on that one, <laughs> and and I get it. They're not going to stray from it because it's genius and it's just so iconic at this point. Why would they? Um, yeah, exactly. But, but I I love that that folks like yourself are viewing this as just an important aspect of what you're doing, and and making it look super gorgeous. What is her name, by the way? Can we credit her? Can we? Oh, say her name? yeah, uh, Sharon Scott. She lives in Louisville, Kentucky, and she's she's just a badass all around. She actually is the founder, like the principal person who organized a community radio station in Louisville um, called uh, WXOX. Um, it's also broadcast online as art, artx.fm or something like that. Um, well, she sounds incredibly lame. Yeah, (laughs) but anyway, it's it's she's really cool. I I knew her. We both were um, DJs at the college radio station um, where we went to school together, and um, she was actually the general manager of it. Um, And um, I, I did some engineering work, so you know, I've I've remained true to type this whole time you know sort of being the the tech nerd on, on all these things um but uh yeah she's right, cool right on well i was um, hoping we'd, we'd have time to talk about the guitar cabs but we'll have to save that for a future visit i think because we're getting quite over time here um, okay so i'm sorry about that because uh oh yeah no uh, problem. Well, you know that's mostly on me <laughs> i sidetrack <laughs> us a lot with stupid comments to make casper make a sour face or yeah, anyway, <laughs> but the cabs are equally as gorgeous and really, really, really fold in well with the aesthetic of the heads. I, mm-hmm. I quite like them. And yeah, um, dude, I'm so glad we got to, to, to chat with you and have you on the show, man. Um, it, it really is fun. It really is awesome to, to, you know, have cool folks like yourself. So thank you so much for lending some, lending some time and hanging out with us. Yeah, on thank the, you for having me. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Yeah, no, it really has. You're 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 excellent. Uh, where are you best found? Where can we send people to uh, fall in love with um, everything you do the way we have? Duskyamp.com. Okay, cool. And uh, it's Dusky Amps on Instagram as well, right? Yeah, Dusky Amp. Okay, Dusky Amp. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much, Mr. Chris, for hanging out with us on the show and. Lovely, lovely listening folks. Thank you for listening.